and Trevor Koppel. That would be hard to do. You know, it it's it's pretty insane. Um, you know, he's traded for that Tuesday. Uh, you know, was in Minneapolis on on Wednesday. Uh, he he made it to one practice uh, where he took zero reps and uh, was really just he wasn't even listed as the backup quarterback. He was suiting up in a supportive role. Uh, was was the language used, and uh, just incredible. You know the uh, you know Hall, our our rookie out of BYU, he he gets the concussion at the goal line, and basically uh, Josh Dobbs has one defensive series to like teach the O line his cadence for snapping the football. Uh, they they never even heard him, you know start a play before and uh and then the rest of the rest of the game he's out there he doesn't even know the names of the people he's on the field with and he's got uh Kevin O'Connell in his ear up until the play clock reaches 15 seconds explaining the plays that Josh just called in the huddle it's just absolutely incredible So, so Dobbs really, he, he, you know, he's he's got an immediate future with the team, but uh, he, you know, he's a player that first popped onto my radar with his uh, fantasy relevance. Um, he was a serviceable fantasy quarterback in Arizona, and uh, you know, in, in spite of not winning games, um, and so what I knew about him was that he could really run the ball. And that he was, you know, he was a lot younger and a lot more mobile than some of the other names that were getting tossed around, like Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, or Joe Flacco. Um, so when we traded for him, I was very excited. I thought, this is great. This is somebody that can actually, uh, you know, get some some benefit from our, our top-notch O-line that we have these days. And... Uh, but watch, watching the game last week, you know, he comes in, he gets tackled for a safety. Uh, he has a couple of strip sacks. Uh, but the defense really kept us in the game. And by the end of it, he's got two passing touchdowns, another rushing touchdown, and 
the Vikings score more points than they have in a game so far this season for the win. Uh, it was just absolutely incredible. So, um, you know, but your question, is it a fluke? I would say that it, technically it is a fluke. It was in that it, it was something very special that I don't expect to see again. Uh, even if he wins more games as a Viking, it won't be the same as uh, as coming in, you know, not knowing the playbook, not knowing the teammates, and somehow pulling out a win. Uh, that's just absolutely incredible. Um, and and I don't think that he is uh, even close to uh, filling uh, Kirk Cousins' shoes. So. Uh, so I think there is a real ceiling on what they're going to be able to accomplish this season. Uh, that being said, the upcoming schedule is pretty favorable. We've got some very winnable games uh, in our next three or four matchups. Uh, and then you know we still have to play the Lions twice. So really that's what it's going to come down to for Vikings fans is how are we going to play in those games against the current division leader. Uh, and they're, they're a really good football team. So... <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so I'm so tired of it. Well, I mean, I, I didn't get to watch a lot of it, but it's it's undeniably impressive. Uh, he's already been having an amazing rookie season. Um, as far as true rookie quarterbacks go, he's he's right up there at the top. Uh, the real impressive, <clears throat> excuse me, the real impressive part of of last week was, uh, I think the uh, the yards and. Uh, the touchdowns combined, like he's been an elite group. He's like the sixth quarterback in the history of the league to do it, not just rookies, but ever to get that many yards and that many touchdowns in one game. So it's uh, it's it's absolutely incredible. <laughs> Huh, huh. 
Yeah, uh, and it's well. I mean, I, 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 I don't think. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of uh, Pats fans left that uh, would have a problem with with uh, turning the page there. Uh, it's still hard to imagine it happening in Germany. Um, I believe that'd be unprecedented. We, we've talked about it happening before, but it's never actually happened. I don't think a coach being let go uh, outside the country. Um but uh but man it's just it's hard to so it's can you i mean i i could be wrong can you can you tell me what the benefit to an in-season firing of bill belichick would be as opposed to just waiting till the off season no no at, at all <laughs> I I think you're giving him way too much credit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, that would be that would I would say I don't think they will either. Um but uh but yeah, he's uh things are not looking good. Gravy. <laughs> Dude, dude, here's my hot take. Uh, brown gravy is better than white gravy. Oh my god, it's it's so much better. It's so... 
Well, so Atlanta had the number six. Yeah, they had the number six overall defense going into that week. Um, I don't know how they were doing against quarterbacks, but it was a pretty pretty tough game. Yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to say the Patriots are due one. It's a, it's a road game, um, you know, overseas, all that. But uh, 
But yeah, all this all this turmoil that's going on with the team and Bill Belichick's relationship with uh, with uh, Robert Kraft, um, I, I don't think he's going to get let go of there. But uh, but I think it's going to be a hard road, and I think the Colts are going to get this one. Um, they are scrappy. They're an up and down team. Uh, the Patriots. Uh, for a while there, they felt like an up-and-down team. That, that win over the Bills was just awesome. And then uh, it's, just, it's just been bad for a little while now. Uh, so, yeah, I got I to gotta go Colts. Uh, Two-and-a-half-point spread. I got to take them to win by three. The over-under, the way these teams are playing on the road here in Germany, I got to take the under on that one. No, it's it's really interesting, especially if you just take a look at the Texans uh, at the last you know two or three seasons. They've gone from being the punchline of this league to uh, to a legitimate you know product. Um, th- this is uh, you know we we were talking before we got on the air here. Uh, this is the sneaky good game of the week. Uh, I, I was saying I'm, I'm not very impressed with the uh, primetime slate this weekend. Um, but I don't think anybody would have guessed at the beginning of the year that this would be a really good game that you're not going to want to miss. Because um, that's what it is. This is a really good game you're not going to want to miss. Uh, I still like the Bengals to win at home, but I am going to take the Texans to cover. Um, the six and a half point spread is it's too many points. Um, I think this is decided by a field goal. Uh, this could come down to an extra point. Um, and, and I don't like to predict that that sort of uh, game, but this could be a one-point game. Um, the Texans are that competitive right now, especially, like you said, their offense is just it, – it gets better every week. The Bengals' defense, not the worst, but not the best either. They're definitely exploitable. Um, 
So this really does come down to Joe Burrow's ability to go toe to toe and uh, and stay in front of this uh, you know emerging Texans team. But uh, the the one thing that's undeniable is how good a game this is going to be. I'm not going to miss this one. Um, I'm going to take the over on the 46 and a half. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. No, I uh, I I picked him up this week because my team needs some help, and uh, I, I was a little surprised that he was available. Um, he's been putting up big numbers, and you can still plug him in as a tight end. Um, so so they have it. Dallas Goddard's injured. I grabbed Taysom Hill. Um, but uh, but yeah, this uh, this game. Uh, you know, it, it, it there. So, as a Vikings fan, I want to just believe that that last week was a sign of things to come. But, but, uh, but I know that's not necessarily the case. This, this is going to be the week that we find out who Josh Dobbs with the Minnesota Vikings uh, really is. He's going to have a week of practices or a week of first team uh, reps, and uh, he's going to have a, an expanded, you know, playbook. Uh, all these things to to see what he and and Kevin O'Connell and the rest of the team are able to do uh, against the Saints team that has a lot to play for right now. They're leading their division, and uh, and you know, I, I know a lot of people think Derek Carr is mid. I think he's uh, a little better than his reputation. I still think he got scapegoated at his last team, um, and he's he's not playing bad. Uh, the Saints, the Saints are playing really balanced football. Um, this is going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game. Man, this, this is a really tough one for me to pick. I think the Vikings have a huge advantage playing at home. Um, they're certainly going to be able to get off to a better start uh, than than the start of last week's game. Um, but uh, for me, the real factor here is the Vikings' defense is uh it's kind of going under the radar but they're they're playing so much better than they were last year um there's there's no way the Vikings were able to come back and win last week if they hadn't repeatedly held uh the Falcons to field goals instead of touchdowns um 
I, I, I want to say that they only got one touchdown all game. Um, that, that, I mean, the, their, their kicker, uh, Young Ho Koo, uh, he went like six young way. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, his name is not quite as cool as I thought it was. Um, I like Young Ho Koo is just too cool of a name. Young Way, Young Way Koo. Um, he went like six for six on field goals, something like something crazy. A couple of them were fifty yarders, um, but uh, but I like the Vikings' defense right now. They're they're playing aggressive. Cameron Bynum is really emerging as as a, a great uh, uh, safety, and uh, yeah, I uh, I got a good feeling. I think the Vikings are going to upset here, uh, but I do think it's going to be a really close game. And I'm going to take the over on that 40 and a half. Yeah. Well, you know... They've got uh, that you know Justin Jefferson has not been announced to the 53-man roster yet, and now with uh, KJ Osborne uh, in concussion protocol, um, there's just uh, there's a lot to go around. And I, I agree with you. I think Oliver, uh, you're going to see it because he caught a couple passes last week. Looks pretty good. Um, I think Hawkinson is is a definite fantasy must start. Um, but yeah, Oliver, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, uh, if he got overlooked by the defense and ended up with some, uh, fantasy relevance there. Oh man, he's, he's, he's really come into his own this season. Um, uh, again, if you're not a Vikings fan, you might not know who we're talking about, but he's, uh, he's emerging as like a, a number three, uh, a solid number three wide receiver. Yikes. Yeah, I so I, I understand Pittsburgh being the favorite, uh, playing at home. They've got a great defense. Um, you know, the Packers' defense hasn't looked as good as I think that they are this year. Um, but uh, but that's often the case when your offense uh, can't really get going. Uh, and that I think you know the Packers they have they have things to build on with that offense, but there are times when they're just they're punting way too much for the good defense to play well. Um, 
I think this is going to be a really close game. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers to win. I'm going to take the Packers to cover. It's a three and a half point spread, and I think this game is a field goal or less. Um, so I like the Packers to cover, and uh, I am going to take the under on that 38 and a half. I know it's low, uh, but I think this one stays low. Right, right. Right. So uh, this is another game that I'm, I'm excited for, uh, mostly because I think it's very well matched. Uh, there's a lot of players I like on both sides here. Um, I'm going to, it's, it's only technically an upset. It's a one point favor to the Bucks at home. I like the Titans in this game. Um, I think Will Levis has, has brought a new energy. Um, I don't want to say you know, revitalized is a little too strong of a word, but but they've got some good momentum coming into this game. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like the Buccaneers too, but they're just, they're not putting games away. They're really not playing that balanced right now. And uh, I think they're vulnerable, even at home. I think, uh, I think the Titans upset here. And I am going to take the over on the 39 and a half. Um, I think we get a couple of big plays in this game. Uh, but I like the Titans to come out on top. Uh, I do, I do like the Chase Young acquisition. Um, you know, back with his college teammate Bosa, 
Um, so uh, I, I do think that they're going to be playing better than they have recently. That being said, I'm taking the Jaguars to upset. I like the, I like what the Jags are doing. Uh, they're playing at home. Um, they're, they're just a team that has a really good sense of itself right now. The, uh, the offense is playing as a team. The defense is playing as a team. And, uh, and I, I, I'm not trying to throw too much shade at the 49ers, um, but they, as much talent as they have on both sides of the ball, people have been able to beat them on defense. And the offense, it, it, it just feels a little haphazard. Um, and, and I know how that sounds coming from a Vikings fan who, who just, just, just got a new quarterback. Um, but uh, but man, I, I've been bought into the Jaguars all season, and I I've got no reason to change my mind right now. I think that they're one of the best teams in the league. Um, I think they're you know they're sitting at six and two. Um, I think this week you know they're two and two at home. After this, I think they're above five hundred at home, and uh, and I think that the Jackson I, so. I, you know, I'm not an AFC guy. I'm certainly not a Florida guy. But uh, right now, uh, I'd do just about anything to see a Jags home game. I, I, I think it's probably an extremely fun place to, to watch a game. The fans are just insane. Um, and, yeah, I think, the, I think they roll this week. I think the Jags get the home win. And uh, according to Vegas, that's an upset. Absolutely. No, it's, uh, they, they've definitely, uh, you know, they didn't look great at the beginning of the season. Uh, I've already used this word once on the podcast. They were pretty haphazard, um, but they've fallen into a real rhythm and they, they're really able to lean on a, a really good defense right now. Um, and I know that's, that's the identity of the Browns as well as, as having a great defense, um, but I, I give a big edge to the Ravens in this game. Six and a half point spread at first seemed a little, little large to me, but I do think the Ravens win by a touchdown. Uh, so I'm going to take the Ravens to beat the spread. Um, I know I've said defense a lot already, but I am going to take the over on the 38 and a half.
That's right. Kyler Murray's back. Yeah, so this one this one is really tough uh to call. Um the Falcons um and, and again to just to take away a little bit from the uh from all my Vikings optimism, uh the Falcons really allowed Minnesota to stay in that game. Uh their inability to finish drives uh and find the end zone. Uh I think they're struggling to put the ball in the hands of their high draft picks like Kyle Pitts and uh, Bijan Robinson. that um, They are making noise, but not as much as they should. Um, and then on the other hand, the Cardinals, they, they could be a very different animal with uh, Kyler Murray back, um, but there's no guarantee of that at all. Um, and so, yeah, I understand the close line here. It's it's such a tough decision. Uh, you know, the Cardinals, uh, their season is basically done. Um, there, there's really no... Like Kyler Murray is, is really just going to be playing for Kyler Murray because uh, there's, there's no hope of reaching the postseason. Um, yeah, the... This this is a tough one. I, you know, I, I am gonna have to give it to the Falcons. Uh, I think Kyler Murray's gonna play some 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 aggressive football. I think uh, I think he's gonna try to get a lot done with his legs uh, if he can, because it's just not. I mean, what 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 is the team around? I don't even know who their their top weapons are right now. Um, their their top west weapon was Joshua Dobbs. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going to take the Falcons. Uh, but Kyler Murray is a really impactful player. I think he's going to keep him in this. Uh, but with a two point spread, I got to take Atlanta to beat the spread. Man. I'm going to take the over uh, just because uh, I don't have a lot of faith in the Cardinals' defense right now. Um, so, yeah, I'll take the over. So I, I I expect more 
uh, from from Gibbs this week. I think the Lions are gonna go on the road and and play some very what's become typical uh, Lions football. Uh, it's gonna be very physical, uh, heavy running game uh, to open up the the play action. Um, that really is when uh, Jared Goff is is playing at his best is when he's not carrying the whole team. Um, and uh, you know, I, I think the Chargers will make a game of it, but uh, but when it's over, I expect Detroit to beat that spread. I think they'll win by a touchdown. I wouldn't be surprised if they won by ten points. Um, the The Lions' defense is good, but not great. The Chargers have weapons. They've got a great quarterback. Um, I'm taking the over on this one at the forty-eight and a half. Uh, Tommy, Tommy DeVito. I mean, the, the difficult thing here is that they gave Dallas a 17 point spread, which feels ridiculous. Um, but the, but the Giants have been so bad, so bad. Uh, so, you know, picking the Cowboys to win, that's easy. But choosing the spread and choosing the over-under, I mean, I, I could take Dallas to beat the spread, and it's still tough to pick that over-under. I mean, I mean, can I even count on seven points out of the Giants? And then I need, what, another, you know, 32 points from Dallas to beat the over-under? Um yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I just talked myself into it. I'm going to take Dallas to beat the spread, and I'm taking the under. It's just it's going to be such a one-sided game. Um, I, I, I think I agree with what you're saying, which is why I think this is going to be one of the better afternoon games, uh, unless you're a, unless you're a Cowboys fan. (laughs) Um, if you're a Cowboys fan, this, this is your week. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I, I think, uh, I think they're, 
making some real moves towards the future while uh while really putting a a, a serious you know football culture in place uh in washington um I like ron rivera um I expect the commanders to stay very competitive in this game, so I'm going to take them to cover the spread, but I still like the Seahawks to win this one at home um they're you know they're they're pretty balanced they've they've got some struggles here and there, but I do like uh I like what they have on offense um they've got playmake you know their defense as a whole might not be top ten, but they've got playmakers that 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 show up when they're needed. Um, so I'm going to take the Seahawks to win, Commanders to cover, and uh, I'm going to take the over on that 44 and a half. Uh, something about pleading the fifth. Yeah, well, and is is bad. Uh, who I'm trying to think now because they had. Did they trade for someone? They've got somebody else uh, besides Rogers. I thought they had somebody. It's it's. I can't think of the name, but it it is a head scratcher why they keep putting Russell or sorry keep putting Zach Wilson out there. Because uh, I don't think you need to see any more now to know that he's not the guy. Um, and I I'm gonna. It's another technical upset. I think they're going to be one loss closer to a blown season and Aaron Rodgers isn't back yet because uh, I, I like the Raiders to win this one at home. I do. Um, I think, I think uh, not to step on the fantasy toes here, but I think Brees Hall is going to have a day. But other than that, I think, uh, I think the Jets are kind of dead in the water. I think the Raiders are going to... I think they're going to win this one at home. Um, 36 and a half over under. Oh, that's, that's hard. I don't, I don't, I don't see this as being a high scoring game by any means. Um, yeah, I like to, I like the Raiders to win. I'm going to take the under. Uh. 
Right. So this, for me, you know, there's a lot of things to factor into this game. Uh, the Bills, uh, you know, I, I think their championship window has closed. Uh, they they don't think so. That's why they're making moves and bringing in guys like my boy Linval Joseph. Uh, I'll be a fan of his no matter where he plays. Uh, I'm always a fan of these, uh, you know, quagmire causing defensive tackles. You just you just can't send anything between the tackles when these guys are on the field. And uh, that's who the Bills just brought in, Linval Joseph. Um, and on the other side of things, the Broncos' recent taste of success has really been reigning in Russell Wilson and relying on the run. Uh, they're finally running the ball more than you know 15 times a game, and it's it's equated to some success for them. Um, I don't think that's going to work Monday night against Linval Joseph. Um, so that, that's what it comes down to for me. I like Buffalo to win. Uh, the seven point spread is, uh, it's just about a push in my opinion. I, I think, I think that's about right, but I'll go ahead and say Buffalo wins by more than seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like, uh, I like the bills in this one. 46 and a half over under. I'm taking the under on that one. That's too many points. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, these are important games and, and I'm going to be able to get excited about about a few of them uh, in terms of what they mean and what I expect to see out of the players. Um, but this is, uh, this is a tough week for the NFL when you've got uh, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Eagles all on a bye week. Um, and... Uh, and we've got questions, some big ones, uh, with the Dolphins especially. Um, so I'll be really excited for next week's uh, matchups. Uh, not not just for these bye week teams, but uh, uh, depending on the outcomes of this week games, this week's games, uh, next week, sorry, the week after this week should be pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> Oh, I'm crying.